the Subaru Canberra Rally at Canberra returns this weekend for the grand final of the Bosch Motorsport Australia Rally Championship. Four-time winner Harry Bates will battle his brother Lewis for championship honours with a bumper field of contenders including Subaru's Molly Taylor lining up to spoil the party. Catch all the action on Saturday out past Connor Reserve and at the Cowan Rally Village on Sunday with the championship deciding Eero Power Stage and Podium Celebrations. Visit our Facebook and Instagram or rallyofcanberra.com.au. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. This week on Inside Supercars, we speak to the team principal who could be king. The biggest thing, I guess, um, I've always had a focus on car speed and making the car fast as a primary goal. And you know, now we've got you know one of the biggest brands in the world in Coca-Cola. Um, we, we need to do better off track for all our partners. So next year, we really want to take a step up there. And Barry Ryan shoots straight and toils it like it is once again on Inside Supercars. And it starts now. Subaru Canberra Rally at Canberra returns this weekend for the grand final of the Bosch Motorsport Australia Rally Championship. Four-time winner Harry Bates will battle his brother Lewis for championship honours with a bumper field of contenders including Subaru's Molly Taylor lining up to spoil the party. Catch all the action on Saturday out past Connor Reserve and at the Cowan Rally Village on Sunday with the championship deciding Eero Power Stage and Podium Celebrations. Visit our Facebook and Instagram or rallyofcanberra.com.au Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravello, and we're joined by a man who has probably some pressure building, but Barry Ryan of Erebus Motorsport, welcome to a to a show that uh, we're looking at beyond just uh, the race wins and those things. Good to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks, Tony, Craig. Um, yeah, good to be back. It, of course, is a momentous time because um, you're breaking a run of uh, many years by Triple Eight and uh, DJR when they weren't winning, um, bringing a, a, a team that um, has featured strongly this year, but not so much in the past. Tell us what's happened. That's <laughs> a, it's a, a magic question, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think um, in the past we've had. Um, our own direction with the old cars and not followed anybody else's direction. And, you know, sometimes we're a bit of the lone rangers with our development plan and we got it right, um, yeah, a few times, but we didn't get it right consistently. But I think now we had the, we clearly had the base for um, everything we needed to do as a team. And Gen 3's, uh, I suppose, made it more of an equal playing field, contrary to what the Ford teams think. But, um, it's definitely an equal GM playing field, and you know we've got the same engines as everybody else. We've got the same components, so the same opportunity as everyone else. And I think we've just um, done a real good job from the time we started building the chassis to the time we engineered it to put it first on track at Winton. 
it's interesting that um, it was mooted that the, the young the younger drivers would enjoy the new car, and that's been the case. And um, shone very brightly. Your two blokes and a bunch of other young ones, guys like James Golding, and you know have have really shown that the new car doesn't have any fears for them. Yeah, I don't think it matters. It's just you know drivers that are willing to to um, adapt. So whatever they get in, whatever car they get in, we're always going to shine. And the ones that want to whinge about losing what they had, we're maybe not going to shine so much and have to um, eventually suck it up. I'm sure that uh, the talent behind the wheel was the reason that you hired Brody and Will. But um, they obviously have either inherited or had on board already the attitude of saying, well, let's just get on with it. And that seems to have been very much the way that Erebus has been built. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, Will, we knew from a young age, you know, when he was racing 86s and Formula Ford in the same year, and then, you know, he, he could adapt. So he's always been a driver that's been able to get his head around anything he drove and win, win a championship or at least win races. So, um, yeah, he was always going to be, uh, one that could adapt straight away to gen three and Brody was the same. Um, the amount of different driving Brody did in America when he was growing up and when he came over here and everything he got in, he could, he could do. So yeah, they were fairly not simple choices, but they were, yeah, the, naturally talented drivers so yeah when it comes to selecting new drivers they were pretty high up on the list and not a hard option to step up to the main game with the team over the last few years you've seen drivers come and go how has the stability this year particularly with the new car platform led into the performances on the racetrack yeah i think you know forget about the drivers that used to drive for us in 2020 it's been two this is the third year we've had these two drivers so it's been pretty consistent and um you know one i guess one thing we didn't plan for was gen 3 getting delayed so we're, we're hoping and thinking that the rookies as in will and Brody, when they come in, we're only going to get one year of the current model and then go straight into Gen 3, and that was sort of the plan. That learn their feet in the first year and then get into a new car when they're when they're actually ready to start winning races and and do what they've done this year. So we're probably a year behind where we thought we'd be. So it gave them an extra year to get experience, I guess. But, you know, it, when that, so we didn't stop development on the old car, but um, obviously Gen 3 become the forefront of your mind. So you know, 2023 was a, a year where we we're trying to do both. And, um, yeah, the drivers were still positive about it all. The team was positive about it all. But, you know, we we're really looking forward to Gen 3. And, um, you know, it gave us extra time as a team as well but to get the cars right. But still, yeah, it wasn't our ultimate plan when we started with two rookies in 2021. What does it mean to an organisation when... Firstly, you win Bathurst. What does that mean for the way the business is run, the way recruiting happens? And then as you're on the, the precipice of a championship, can you extrapolate what that will mean in the future if it was to come to pass? Yeah, I, th- I guess now it doesn't, you know, if we fall at the last hurdle, well, nothing changes what we've done this year. We've still kicked a lot of goals, but 
we're not planning on falling at the hurdle. We're we're still going every race like we're going to win. Um, it, it definitely has changed. It's shifted. That um, you know, it's the recruiting side's probably going to be easier. The the commercial side becomes a little bit easier to sell. Um, employees, obviously, you want to keep keep what we've got going. So you you want to try and retain, but retaining staff is easier when you're getting results. So um. Yeah, if we sort of all made a pact uh, in the middle of last year, the, the core group and the two drivers, funny enough, to stay together for the first two years of Gen 3. And that was basically an old-style hands-in-the-setter pact. We're, we're going to stick this out for two years. No one's going anywhere. And unfortunately, yeah, history shows that Will Brown's decided to pack up and leave. But the rest of the team are, are still – made that pact are still here. And we're not going to stop now and – you know, it doesn't look like we're going to lose any staff over over the summer, and we're going to um, yeah. There's a little bit of recruiting we want to do in a couple of areas, but um, yeah, there's lots of people that want to work for us now, and and um, it makes a big difference on that side, and makes the future a bit brighter. That you know that you know if you if you put an ad in for a, a mechanic or an engineer, you're going to get some quality people wanting to come to you, whether they're from a a team that's not getting results, but they've got the right person or you know, fresh people that you didn't know about that actually want to just come to a successful team. Barry, one of the things is extraordinary. I mean, obviously, Will is indebted to your team and to Betty and yourself for for choosing him in the first place. And I, I know that, you know, you would not regret um, him having been there, uh, but wouldn't stand his way because obviously to be going to a, a team that's won so many championships and batters um, is, is a great feather in his cap. But you gave him the weapons to do it. It must actually give you great, uh, you know, feeling to have the fact that Triple Eight wanted to poach him. I oh, yeah, it does. It gives you a good feeling, but you know, we still lost. We've still lost a quality driver to. Our enemy, and um, and that's what I've, I've said it before. That our opposition is our enemy. I can I can like them off track in the business sense, but when it gets on track, they're our enemy, and I, I want to beat them. So hopefully, Will learns that he's made the wrong decision, and we keep shining as the best team in fit lane. And um, like we said with Anton all along, there's never going to be a a time where if Anton wanted a job back and we had a driving position. There's no reason why we wouldn't take him back, and same goes for Will. So, you know, nobody's—he's not leaving on bad terms or anything. Like we're obviously all disappointed, and um, but it's not like he's going to a midfield team. He's going to the the benchmark team in the last you know ten ten or so years. So, you know, in a sense, I can't blame him, but um, I'm highly disappointed that he's made the decision. But you know, we just want to get through Adelaide with him. He's still. In every way, he wants to help us win the team's championship. And, um, yeah, he, I'm sure on Sunday night we win the team's championship. He's going to be as proud as anyone. And then he can go on his journey and and um, see where it ends. So how do you put in place things now that says we're not going to say we've reached the summit, we want to reach the summit and then camp here for the next you know, as long as we possibly can. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting one, and it's um, you know, it's something I'm pretty proud of. I started with Betty in 2012, and she had dreams of winning, you know, GT championships in the Bathurst 12 hour, and 
2013, we won the Bathurst 12-hour, and then we won the GT Championship in, I think it was 15, with Richard Musket, or 14. Um, then we, you know, the supercar thing started, and she wanted to win Bathurst. We won Bathurst. And then it was, oh, we'll win a championship one day, and if we can win the championship, well, it's a lot of boxes <laughs> Betty wanted, and she's ticked. And the way Betty is, she she won't give up there. She want to, yeah, we'll want to win more championships, but there'll be another target. It'll be winning a NASCAR championship or something. I don't know. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, that's that's what I love about Betty, and I think a lot of people love about her. She's always got this um, drive and ambition that um, some other people can't see. And um, yeah, she sees things she wants to do, and she, I'm I'm lucky enough she put me in a in a position where I could help her live those dreams, and um, yeah, it's helped me become who I am and Erebus come, become the team they are. You'd be very aware. It's not a case of just keeping everything as it is because standing still means you are going backwards. So you do have to look to add every single year, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're always looking forward. And the biggest thing, I guess, um, I've always had a focus on car speed and making the car fast as a primary goal and, yeah, now we've got you know one of the biggest brands in the world in Coca-Cola. Um, we we need to do better off track for all our partners. So next year we really want to take a step up there, and people are going to notice that you know we might be the best car and hopefully be the number one on the side. But they'll also walk past our garage and go, "Geez, they're the best team in pit lane." And have a look at that. So yeah, you know, I think we do a pretty good job of that now. And in the past we have one best presented team, and I think it was 2018. But we want to. We want to really focus on that as well as the car performance and make sure that we, we stand out in all areas of, of supercars and and um, not be that team that everybody thinks they might be a bit grubby, but they got decent, fast cars. So, we, um, yeah, we need to take that step up. I guess there's also that balance that you need to have more partners, more money coming in to maintain your position, but you can't afford then to have drivers doing a lot more off-track stuff and taking their mind off their core business and what you actually pay them for, which is drive the car fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a balancing act there. And, um, yeah, you've got to make sure that they're, they're doing the things we need to do to cover off um, commercial arrangements. But we sort of make that pretty clear to our partners when we initially speak to them that our core focus is always on-track performance. And we understand that, you know, it's not just a sticker on a car these days. It's you've got to give them a return, the, the sponsors a return on um, on their investment with whether it's introductions to, you know, key people that start business with them and they get a return out of that or, you know, whether they just want the drivers at a function to give a talk or, or me or, and yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it is a good fun part of the business and, but yeah, keeping the drivers definitely focusing on driving is is the core part. But you know they they understand that that's part of their job. So yeah, they don't have a lot to do between the races apart from you know focus on the next race. But so if they've got a day here and there that they've got to work on the outside the the driving thing, it's not really a a, a big task for them. I'm interested in whilst supercars doesn't pay for. Uh, you know, winning, as it were, sponsors do. And so do you know that, you know, after a Bathurst, you can expect a, you know, 10, 
15% increase in revenue because of that performance? And does that extrapolate out for a championship as well? Uh, I think it definitely does. And we've definitely seen a lot more interest in, in sponsors and companies coming to us, wanting to support us um, than we did when we weren't in the position we are now. And, you know, we, we probably weren't ready to win Bathurst when we won and we probably didn't commercialise that as good as we could have. But, um, yeah, we learned a lot off that. So, you know, if we can tick the box next weekend, um, yeah, you could certainly um, increase your revenue in lots of areas by being the championship team. Well, Barry, thank you for joining us again on Inside Supercars. I'm very glad I made the commitment to go to the opening round of this year to see Gen 3 roll out and to see your guys do so well and to be there at the end of it when I hope will be the result that you believe that it should be and I certainly want it to be. So thanks again, Barry. look forward to seeing you there and uh, experiencing uh, the highs of uh, Erebus Motorsport. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. And thanks, uh, you guys always support us. So appreciate it. And I'm always up for a chat. Wonderful. Thank you very much for joining us on Inside Supercars. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.